Hi, I'm Annie Fitzsimmons. I'm your Washington Realtors Legal Hotline lawyer. And this is another episode in our series describing the statewide forums revisions that took effect July 11, 2023. In this episode, we are describing a change to, to the purchase and sale agreement itself. Form 21 is the form I'm going to describe but this would be relevant to all of the statewide form purchase and sale agreements. And I'm describing the information verification provision. This paragraph is housed on the last page of form 21. And until the forms revision, that is the only place you would have found reference to this provision. And based on that boilerplate language, Prior to the revision, the information verification would have given buyer 10 days by boilerplate language, not a fill in the blank, not a default, but 10 days by boilerplate language to do this, to terminate the transaction if buyer discovers a material inaccuracy in any of seller's information. What is included in seller's information? That would be any information seller has provided by, to buyer. It could be seller's form 17. It could be the MLS printout. It could be flyers, advertising, county information that seller acquired and handed to buyer. Whatever information comes from seller to buyer, the information verification provision gives buyer the unilateral right to terminate the transaction. If buyer finds a material inaccuracy in that information. Now, when you hear me describe the purpose of this provision, who do you believe this provision is intended to protect? Many of you will automatically say it's gonna protect the buyer because it gives them the right to terminate. But this language in the purchase and sale agreement, the boilerplate language in the purchase and sale agreement is intended to protect the seller. How come? I want you to think about what the basis would be for buyer to terminate the transaction. Buyer only gets to terminate if there is a material inaccuracy. I keep putting that in air quotes. Why? It's important. The form says material inaccuracy in any of seller's information. What does that mean? If there's a material inaccuracy in seller's information, it means that seller has made a misrepresentation. And if seller makes a misrepresentation of information, then what might buyer be able to do after closing? Buyer might be able to sue seller seeking damages based on that misrepresentation. And we see this play out over and over, over again in transactions. Buyers sue sellers for a misrepresentation regarding square footage, for a misrepresentation regarding the type of utilities that are available to the property, for a misrepresentation describing whether or not the property is connected to sewer versus septic, for a misrepresentation regarding what services, um, what schools are, are uh, accessible to the, to the children who live in this property. If a seller has made a mistake in the information that they provide. Is the seller better served by the purchase and sale agreement put together by their broker, by a purchase and sale agreement that gives the buyer no option for redress based on that misrepresentation, but to sue the seller? Or is seller better served by a purchase and sale agreement 
that says to the buyer, hey buyer, you've got this time period prior to closing when you should go out and verify all of the information I've told to you that's important to you because I'm giving you the right to terminate this transaction if anything that I've said to you is a mistake. Because guess what, buyer? As a seller, I'm human and I could make a mistake. I could be relying on a square footage number that's different from the square footage number that you come up with. I'm telling you which schools my children attended. I can't account for whether or not the school district might have redrawn those boundaries. Whatever it is that the seller is telling the buyer, when the buyer submits the offer and says with respect to that information verification provision, I am reserving to myself as the buyer Time to review the seller's information provided to me so that I can terminate the transaction if the seller has made a misrepresentation, intentional or otherwise, and seller agrees to those terms. And it turns out that there actually is a mistake in the information sellers provided. If buyer makes that discovery prior to closing and terminates the transaction, so be it. Seller, go find a buyer giving them accurate information, who's not gonna sue you after closing. Or in that same circumstance where buyer had the information verification provision timeframe, didn't use it, closes the transaction, and then finds out that the kids in this home are going to a school district that the parents didn't intend, and then the buyer sues the seller for a misrepresentation, then seller has a defense. Buyer, you, you, you negotiated and contracted for the right to verify the information that you say is important to you as a homeowner in this property. And yet you did nothing to verify which school your kids would attend. The argument to the court, your honor, the buyer failed to do their own due diligence. Your honor, the buyer is, is not being truthful now when they say that this information is so important they wouldn't have purchased if they'd known the truth when all they had to do was pick up the phone and call the school district to find out. Is the seller gonna win a lawsuit after closing if that's their defense? I don't know. There, there's no guaranteed outcome to any piece of litigation. There's no case that can't be won or lost. But here's the truth, listing broker, if you negotiate away the information verification provision, then your seller has no defense in the face of a seller misrepresentation. Wow, that's a lot of background. I haven't even gotten to the forms revision yet. Why is all of that background so important? Because the information verification provision is no longer referenced only on the last page of the Form 21. It's still there in boilerplate language, but now it's referenced on the face of Form 21 as a negotiated provision. Many buyer brokers who are trying to make the buyer's offer as desirable to seller as possible are going to mark on the face of Form 21 with respect to that provision, the box that says that the buyer has waived their information verification provision, that they're satisfied and they've waived that provision. And listing brokers who don't know better are going to say, yay, 
Now the buyer has no basis for terminating. Listing brokers, I encourage you to have a deeper understanding of what the information verification provision does for your seller. On the face of Form 21, there is a blank space for you to write in the number of days that buyer will have for their information verification provision. Across most of the state where the market is not insanely competitive, brokers, I encourage you to, to just write 10 in that space and give buyer a 10-day information verification provision. If you need to reduce it to make the agreement more negotiable, do what you have to do. Make sure that the agreement represents the goals of the parties. As a side note, if you don't do anything to that provision, there is language embedded in the information verification provision on the last page that says that the buyer will have a 10-day provision. Listing brokers, as you're helping your sellers think through this issue, if there's any hesitancy by the seller to say, I want buyer to have this time period, I want them to find whatever issues they might sue me over later, I want them to find them now and just terminate the transaction if they don't want the property. Because remember, the, the, the information verification provision is not like the inspection contingency. It doesn't give buyer a get out of jail free card. Buyer doesn't get to terminate for any reason or no reason at all. Buyer only gets to terminate if seller has made a material inaccuracy in information they've provided. So listing brokers, if your seller has any hesitancy, here, here's, a, here's a question for you to ask them. If the buyer has an inspection contingency anyway, whatever time period they have to terminate the transaction, that's their get out of jail free card. But if they have the ability to terminate the transaction for that time period anyway, then seller, how are you disadvantaged at all by also having at least a corresponding information verification provision? And I think, and I know that the answer is they're, they're not disadvantaged at all. If buyers already got the unilateral right to terminate the transaction, then let's give seller that potential defense after closing of saying, buyer, you should have investigated this information that you say was so important to you, you wouldn't have bought the house but for. So if buyers already got the inspection contingency, then the information verification provision is an easy grant. It protects the seller. If buyers making an offer with no inspection contingency, then listing brokers, the conversation is a little bit more challenging with your sellers. If your seller has trouble understanding, however, how the provision protects the seller or why the seller might want this provision in the transaction, then you should advise them to talk to their lawyer. If you have questions on this form's revision or any of our other forms, Please ask me a question by visiting warealtor.org and following the links to the legal hotline. Thank you for being a Washington Realtors member. 